0: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I will present my report only because I don't have a copy of President Fritz's 11-page paper on Professor McCloskey's research. (laughs) Maybe I can present that at the next meeting. Um, For more than 160 years, CUNY has been a gateway to progress and fulfillment for the millions of New Yorkers who did not begin life with great advantages, particularly those from low-income families, underrepresented groups, and immigrants. The university has a remarkable record of providing high-quality, affordable education, and the returns to New York have been invaluable. The greatest prize is what these graduates have done for their communities and for our city and state's prosperity. CUNY graduates have been instrumental in making New York the cultural, financial, and business capital of the world, and generations of New Yorkers have joined the middle class because of CUNY. With the support and guidance of this board, we're committed to ensuring that the university and our graduates continue to play these leading roles as New York prepares for the challenges of the future. However, as Chairman Schmidt reported, CUNY's role and continued achievements face, surprisingly, enormous risk today. This year's budget process involves unusual and extraordinary threats to CUNY. It begins with the proposed shift of almost five hundred million dollars from the state to the city which the city has adamantly rejected it's been said that there will be no additional cost to the city and that CUNY will not be cut but it's not clear today how this will be resolved for CUNY to continue to serve the city and state and especially serve the more than five hundred thousand students who are enrolled today several things must happen first there must be a resolution to the long, out-of-date labor contracts. This requires funding in the budget. We're not asking for anything new or unusual, just that the state's pattern, which is the one that SUNY faculty and staff benefited from, be extended to CUNY. Each budget, the Executive, the Senate, and the Assembly, includes funding for CUNY's labor contracts though the number used, $240 million, is the investment we sought last year to make up for a 4% increase in 2010 moving forward. A year later, the number's higher, of course, but the point is that there's no disagreement among the three parties to the state budget negotiations that an investment in CUNY's contract is necessary and should be a part of the final budget. Second, There must be no cut to CUNY's budget. The governor has provided assurances that that won't happen and we're grateful for that. In fact, as the chairman said, CUNY's budget is underfunded and requires new investment. So as part of this, there must be ongoing new investment in CUNY, which is needed in part to fund our faculty and staff salary increases going forward. This requires either a tuition plan or funding in lieu of tuition. This board supported a a continuation of the predictable tuition policy which was in the executive budget. Both the Senate and Assembly budgets reject tuition increases. The Assembly budget includes funding for CUNY in lieu of tuition. The Senate budget includes funding in lieu of tuition for SUNY, but not CUNY. Of course, we believe that SUNY and CUNY should be treated equitably, and that if tuition is not is frozen moving forward, funding should be provided for both systems. Without these three things happening, the important work that CUNY does will be seriously threatened. Now, as the chairman indicated, there's been much talk about administrative costs and efficiencies, and of course. CUNY should operate cost effectively and focus its resources on academic programs and student support. And it has been doing that. A comparison of the costs of major university systems clearly demonstrates that CUNY is spending less on administrative overhead than most of its peers. Nonetheless, I agree that more can be done. Our cost reduction process, working on together with the fiscal committee of this board, will help ensure that an efficient, productive CUNY continues to put its emphasis on faculty and on academic and student support. As the chairman mentioned, CUNY has been a leader in creating shared services among its campuses in numerous areas. As we continue to work with state leaders on the budget, we will not lose sight of the goal of continuing to provide the highest quality, affordable education To those students who in so many instances prove that they do the most with it. What I want to make clear is that while the budget consumes a great deal of time and energy, the investments that the taxpayers have made in CUNY continue to provide enormous returns for our colleges and leaders as we create new programs and new opportunities for our students, all contributing to the atmosphere of excellence at CUNY. In that vein, the Board will be voting today on an important new step for the university, the creation of a new named professorship at John Jay College. With generous funding by the Ford Foundation and Atlantic Philanthropies, we will be establishing the Franklin A. Thomas Professorship in Policing Equity. Franklin Thomas, of course, was an influential trailblazer, rising from a poor childhood in Brooklyn to literally change the face of this city as the founding president of the Bedford-Stuyvesant Restoration Corporation. He was the first African-American general counsel of the NYPD, and he did remarkable work for 17 years as the President of the Ford Foundation. So stay tuned for exciting news about the first Franklin Thomas chair, but for now, I offer my congratulations to President Travis and John Jay College. A second piece of very good news this evening. Tonight I am pleased to report on an exciting effort to increase significantly the number of women working in technology, an important objective that will benefit our students and especially the rapidly expanding tech industry in New York. CUNY is partnering with Cornell Tech, Verizon, and other leading companies on a new initiative called Women in Technology and Entrepreneurship. This initiative hosted at CUNY will be the first of many will continue to demonstrate the wisdom of having appointed Ann Kirshner to lead us in strategic Thank partnerships. Thank you, Ann. I want to recognize and thanks Ann's partner and someone who is key to making this happen and will be key to making it successful, Judy Spitz, Verizon Executive in Residence at Cornell Tech, who is leading this program. So now to state the obvious, why is this important? Women make up more than half our students, but nationwide less than 1% of women students graduate with degrees in technology-related fields. If that isn't startling enough, the percentage of computer science degrees awarded to women has actually declined by 19% in the last 30 years. So CUNY, with its partners, Cornell Tech, and corporate leaders in New York taking action to correct that with a new partnership that, among other things, will include summer programs in tech design for graduating high school seniors, scholarships to attend CUNY, new computer science classes, and internships for young women. Thanks to Ann and Judy and our partners at CUNY, at Cornell Tech, and Verizon and other companies, this will be a great addition to the programs that we offer to the city and state of New York. That's my report. Thank you, Mr. Chairman.